The following podcast contains spoilers for Hancock. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Megisto. Megisto? Yeah, put a little <laughs> zing on it, you know, a little yeah. zinger, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, how, how am I sounding this week, Glenn? You, I mean, you sound better than last week, I'll Sound better that. than last week, yeah, I don't know that's, what that's happened sure. there, but... Me neither, but it's probably something my stupid ass did, so... Hey. Yeah, I blame happens. it on me because you're too good to. You're too hey, good to. Play. Oh, oh, stop! Oh, stop! <laughs> How you doing this week? Uh, I'm not doing bad. You'll be very disappointed in me this week, to be honest. You broke the streak, didn't you? Ah, uh, dude, I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had seven movies last week, and this one I just watched Hancock. Eh, you you know, uh, you, you know you win some, you lose some. Eh, it's just a really busy week overall, and I was just like, you know what? Yeah. Just relax, buddy. You know what? I get that because you know I, I've continued my streak of just kind of relaxing mm. and doing other things. I smoked a brisket. I was about to say, dude, that thing looked so good, dude. When when this whole thing's over, I gotta have you over and we gotta. Spend. I was gonna say some unnecessary things over Facebook about something in your meat <laughs> that you were, getting, but I was like, you better that watch meat, Caitlin. But that I just meat was was really good, and I I want to cook it for people other than me and Caitlin because uh, it was. You know, I was proud of myself. Listen, but uh, I'll take any meat that's, I mean, serve I mean, to me. I mean, plate. Yeah. On a, give me, yeah. <laughs> it took. It's, it was only supposed to take like eight hours, but because it was so cold, the the heat in my smoker kept dipping. So it yeah. took like almost twelve hours. Holy to, crap! To finish, yeah. Um, and I started at ten thirty, thinking it'd be done at like six thirty at that point. Yeah. So it was done until like ten thirty, yeah. but it was worth it. And in that time, I watched. Two movies, not including Hancock, because mm-hmm. um, Hancock's not a new movie. I only can count the movie, the yes. new movies that I watched for the week. Uh, the first one I watched was a, or is an Indian movie uh, starring our late, late boy Irfan Khan uh, of Life of Pi fame. You know, I after I heard that news, I just kind of wanted to go watch the movies of his that I haven't seen. And this is like a kind of kind of like you've got mail ro- uh, romantic film, yeah, but done w- way better and uh, way more believable. Believe it or not, it is a Bollywood movie without a musical elements in it. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but th- that's really the main reason I don't care for. Yeah, there's just like eighty percent of their films yeah. are just you know. Yeah, and like again, that's that's just the style. I usually love the stories that they tell, but then all the music just gets too much, in my opinion. Yeah. But this is a really beautiful film that isn't terribly cliche. You know, it, it focuses more on their lives separate than it does their lives together, and they kind of just you know lean on each other uh, through their their letters that they send to each other. Um, and it's just a great movie. I highly suggest the Lunchbox. Uh, then I watched a movie about Mary Shelley called Mary Shelley, the the author who wrote Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it was incredibly disappointing just because I, I really like Frankenstein. You know, I've kind of been, for lack of a better word, obsessed with Frankenstein since I was in kindergarten. 
It's a great story to tell. Uh, it's a great story to tell. You know, it's it's one of the rare stories that the monster is actually the protagonist, and you know, just misunderstood more than anything. Even though he he does do some devious things, but um, and mainly because he was rejected by society and all shit like yeah. that. And then this kind of shows how her life paralleled that. Obviously, she's not a monster. She's just a woman who grew up with progressive ideas for the time. Um, and, and you know, being a woman author in the 1800s, she was often refused to have her name on her own work. So it kind of just showed, like, the similarities. So, like, overall, yeah. it was okay. It, it was really good towards the end, but up until, like, maybe the last 15, 20 minutes, it was just kind of uh, oh, very okay and kind of annoying. Damn, but, um, just you okay. know. Yeah, it's, I, I wish they would make a, a a better movie about that. But yeah, that's all I saw other than uh, Hancock. Okay. Um, you know, we kind of had a slow week, you and I both, which yeah. is completely fine. Not yeah, everything in our movies. I expected movies. to watch one at least, but I did yeah. not. It was freaky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that brings us to some news. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think our news is going to be kind of a downer this week. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super sad. Yeah. Uh, we already s- stated that uh, the great Indian actor Irfan Khan... Uh, passed away from complications to illness or surgery. I forget exactly what. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he was one of the great actors uh, that I feel like a lot of people knew his face, but not his name. He was in Life of Pi. He played Older Pi. Uh, Jurassic World. He was the the owner of Jurassic World who kind of had like a adrenaline junkie vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh Slumdog Millionaire. He, he a lot of people he just had like a great subtlety about him and was very believable, uh very deep. I, I kinda added a lot of uh his movies to my to my um Netflix queue afterwards. So mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna watch a lot of them in the next month or so. Um and I know other people died, I just forget oh um yeah I, I forget all except for uh <laughs> one but we'll save him for the last yeah um the next the next one for me that was a big one in at least my childhood was uh little richard he was little richard yeah yeah, one of the basically pioneers of rock and roll Mm -hmm. but uh the reason i mainly mentioned him because uh his song tutti frutti was on the brave little toaster and that was like like a staple in my life always running around the tutti frutti Oh, oh yeah, that's just a great always song. Always running around like that's that's and a huge. He influenced so many people too, oh, yeah. from like um, John Brown to uh, the Beatles. He influenced the Beatles. Um, there's other modern bands that he influenced that I, I can't recall. But uh, I actually was recently thinking about him because, like, you know how on Facebook you have memories that come up. Yeah. One of the memories that came up within the past two or three weeks was me stating, sometimes I remember that little Richard is alive and that brings me happiness. Yeah. And, and then, that was from like then, five, six years ago. So it's not like I, yeah. it's not like, it's not I like you were it. like, well, oops. <laughs> yeah. But like, it, he, like just, he's one of those people, like, I'm not going to stay, uh, sit here and say I'm a huge fan of his. I yeah. really enjoy his music. It's not something I actively seek out all the time, but when it's on, I keep it on. I never uh, change if, it. If Tutti Fruity or Long Tall Sat, or yeah. Long Tall Sally's ever on, I'm just jamming to those yeah, two songs. Yeah, and, and just like just his existence brought me joy. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he's also going to be missed. Yeah, um, and and then the uh, at least the last one for me, I'm pretty sure is both the one we're both thinking of, uh, which is which is kind of like the opposite of what you just did. Um, 
like that was five years ago for you talking about little richard my my cousin uh was actually just talking about him uh sunday and he's like he whipped out the quote what the hell does that even mean <laughs> or what the hell does that mean and then the next day this article popped up oh my god are you kidding me uh sadly uh jerry stiller yeah, Ben Stiller's dad, but known for more than just being Ben Stiller's dad. He's yeah. a great, great comedian and actor. Um, uh, who was it? Your friend or your cousin? He's my cousin. Your cousin killed Jerry Stiller. Yeah, it was such terrible timing. Like he had, ju- it was like Saturday night uh, going into Sunday, and he he just whipped out. He's like, you you know Ben Stiller's dad. Like we were we had drinking a little bit. He's like, you know Ben Stiller's dad. You know what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. dude, I do. <laughs> and then and then this popped up the next day. I'm like, dude, we were just talking about him. You both killed him. You killed oh him. Oh my god. <laughs> now he he was a he was great talent. He was always like Jerry uh, Ben Stiller tried to use him as much as possible in mm-hmm. his movies if if it made sense, of course. And he was honestly like the best part of any of his movies oh yeah um like his character as the agent in zoolander yeah that's where, the first one that came to where he, he puts on a bluetooth and he says i'm afraid of radiation mm-hmm. just dumb shit like that it, it's it's i i really he was really fun to watch and, and it was great in seinfeld uh great in zoolander uh i think he's in heavyweights um as yeah he's playing. he's one of the camp owners yeah i think he comes in at like the very end He's and in the beginning, and, and the well. beginning, yeah, he, yeah. He he comes in both. But yeah, he was just really funny. He had great comedic timing. Yeah, he was and, my uh, more or less introduction to him was on the King of Queens. Yeah, and uh, he was hilarious in that. Oh too. yeah, King of Queens, he was great. I don't remember exactly my introduction to him. Probably the earliest I remember him is Zoolander. But like, I probably caught him on episodes of Seinfeld and yeah. on King of Queens before. But yeah, but yeah sorry. For the downer news there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything else is more or less just, hey, everything's either being pushed back or this season's going to actually still release on its day, and we're done talking about yeah. that specific we're one. We're done so. talking about it. So rest those souls of those talented men. Rest in power, people. Rest in power, and let's get into Hancock. What a transition. <laughs> transition. <laughs> so you want to do the the plot and i'll do the people absolutely hancock is a superhero whose ill-considered behavior regularly causes damage in the millions he changes when the person he saves helps him improve his public image that last two words right there hurt to say <laughs> help help saves helps. i think you and i both both might have like reading Issues. Yeah, I mean, I'm not denying I'm yeah. dumb as hell, but, <laughs> but uh, when you do, put a sentence, he changes when a person he saves helps, help saves helps. Hel- fuck off. <laughs> I do public relations. People don't like you, Hancock. But I look like I care what people think. Right now, there's a DA trying to figure out how to come up here and put you in jail. I say you go. Hmm? He's not gonna go. People take you for granted. You know, we gotta make people miss you. You don't move, your head is going up his Jail watch day five and crime is still on the rise. You got a phone call. It's the chief of police. He says he needs your help. Anyway, who's in this movie? <laughs> it is, well, first off, it's directed by Peter Berg and written by Vi Vincent No and Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad fame. Vince Gilligan Breaking Bad fame. I don't know. Vi Vincent, no. Um, 
and uh, starring Will Smith, Charlize Theron, Jason Bateman, and Eddie Marzen, Marsan, Mar- Marzen, uh, as well as a few other people like Thomas Lennon from Reno 911, Johnny uh-huh. Galecki from uh, 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 Big Bang Theory. There you go. Um, yeah, just a few. Uh, oh yeah, it's that guy's. Yeah, there's peoples. a lot of that part. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely seen that person before. Uh, so the the first thing I want to say is when I first saw this, I saw this in theaters in 2008. I was pretty hyped for it. Uh, you know, it, it looked like a fun summer movie. And then it just kind of fell flat, in yeah. my opinion. But the 12-year separation between then and now, I got to say, like, I was a little harsh on the movie. It's not a great movie. I'm going to say that right off the bat. It's not a great movie. But for the most part, I enjoyed it this time around, at least way more than when I watched it in theaters with the uh, overhyped expectations. Yeah, maybe I'm. I know for sure I've seen it in theaters, but I may be like getting the the day mixed up. I'm pretty sure I've seen this with my mom, um, and we both went to see it. I I was never really harsh on it. I thought it was just an okay movie my whole life, and then yeah. rewatching it, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this movie came out around the time. This is gonna kind of sound like. Me being slightly pretentious, I'm not at all. All movies are great. All movies have reasons to be around. Uh, but it, it came around when I started getting to more, like, deep artistic movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, right around when I was, like, 18, 19 years old. Uh, and I was, back then, believe it or not, I was excited for Marvel movies. I thought they were going to be all great. They were all fun. Uh, I enjoyed this them a lot. This is the man that I know. It's not the Who man. Who the hell you know. is this man on this the man, mic? The man that you know has since watched a lot of <laughs> depressing independent movies, which I feel personally not well, agreed, not more enjoyable to watch, at least from an entertainment say, standpoint. That's the man that made me the man that I am. Are <laughs> are better made movies, uh, and this was just one of those times where it's just like, you know what? Maybe blockbuster action packed movies aren't great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm kind of glad I'm getting away from that because I can I'm at a point now and have been for a few years where I can separate movies from what they are compared to my expectations. Like I I can adjust my expectations better, yeah. or or go in with lower expectations for a movie like this, uh, which I think is always best. Um, but the one thing that really bothered me in this movie. Uh, other than some of the bad CGI, there's a lot of bad CGI in it. That Especially like, at the end. Yeah, especially at the end, and even for back then, was not up to standards for back then. Um, but it kind of reminded me of Suicide Squad, because Will Smith said that, call me asshole one more time. I didn't even catch that, to be honest. And, and it just reminded me of you talking about like how... He said something similar to that in Suicide Squad and then never did anything. At least in this, he did something. Yeah. But, like, it just reminded me of that. And it's just, like, that's just... I feel like whoever wrote that, I'm hoping it's uh, Vi Vincent No and not Vince Gilligan, yeah. thought it was more badass than it was. Because then he had Charlize Theron do it for cr- Call me crazy. crazy. <laughs> and One it just, more time. <laughs> it just didn't work in my no. opinion um and that's mainly what the problem with this movie is i feel if this movie was an r-rated comedy would mm-hmm. have been leaps and bounds better yeah uh for for sure i think I, i've never actually been hard on this movie i think the concept like the core concept of the movie is there and mm-hmm. i really enjoy it i agree but there's just like definitely a lot of 
cleaning up on the details that like it could have like been worked on because yeah. it seemed like a, a cheaper budgeted Michael Bay movie to be honest. It really did. Um, and it's it's just for, I'm looking. I'm just scrolling down. One of the, the only review that pops up right now is "Fix the final act, please." Yeah. Do, does does this person think they're going to remake it? Like uh, there there's a lot of talks about a uh, Hancock too. Well, I I think they will make a sequel at some point, just because you know they're redoing everything. But like, I would honestly just rather a reboot than a yeah, sequel. Yeah, reboot. Like this this is the perfect candidate for a reboot. Great concept. Yeah. Great, oh, like great bones, but bad execution. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this was 150 million, which is slightly low for a movie like this yeah. back then. I was gonna um, say it is it is kind of low considering. Yeah, it's it's pre Avatar, so it's not it's not super low. I would say it's probably about fifty million lower than what back then would be for a a big budget action movie uh would normally be. Um but like Yeah, like it, it has a lot of great aspects to it. I, I think just the idea of a drunken Superman type creature is great. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure there's people that didn't like this, but like the implications that he was, they were victims of like racism in the 1930s. Yeah, was was a a strong thing to put in at in 2008. Like nor nowadays that would be cliche, but back then that was kind of, you know, I don't want to say it was the first of its kind, but like yeah, it, I mean it was it, bigger than it is now. Yeah, back then movies like avoided racism and stuff like that. Uh, and now it's more of a, a widely talked about thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, I honestly completely forgot that Charlize Theron <laughs> was a a superhero as well, um, or God, Angel, whatever you whatever yeah, they're that's, called. That's that's one of the things that that I'm ultimately fuzzy on. Still, like I I enjoy the movie. Like I don't yeah. hate the movie in any way. Like yeah. I, I I actually I don't I don't love it or hate it. Like it's in the middle ground there. It's really nice, but. The fuzziness on the details of their background, and I'm sure if there was a sequel, they'd like obviously just you know be on that a little bit more. But I honestly wouldn't mind like uh, the first act being about that specifically. Yeah. Like like it's the movie is what an hour and a half. Make it like two hours. Make the first fifteen minutes about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, make the third act not as rushed because that was a big problem. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. Um, just just the fuzziness on their origin. Like, they were just like, oh, gods, angels, like, whatever. Now we're superheroes, whatever you want to be called. I'm like, all right, well, what are you actually? Yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah. They, they talk about how the rest of their kind were basically killed off, and they're the only two left, and that, you know, they, they go in pairs, and then it's like, okay, but what, what are you, like, legit? Mm-hmm. Are you just just super being people or and it and never tackled the consequences of her staying immortal with jason bateman mm-hmm. which i feel could have been at least a nice little five ten minute segment um yeah. and and answered a few more questions as far as that but that was never really touched on uh like jason bateman never even asked it uh it was never like there was no consequence yeah to he that just at all. he glazed over he's like you know yeah we're good now yeah, yeah, Hancock's exactly. in New York. We're good. <laughs> uh, one one compliment I do have to give to this, but it also comes with a uh, a negative. Uh, Eddie Marzen as as Red, who's like the the bad guy, gets his hand cut off in the the robbery. Yeah. At the end, he gets his second hand cut off. I think he did a really good job with what he had. 
Mm-hmm. But his character was super underdeveloped. Like I, I oh, thought, sure, he I was just his, like a little baddie henchman guy. Yeah, I thought his performance was really intriguing. You know, kind of like the the, uh, for lack of a better phrase, the Southern Belle accent, like the Southern charm. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was really interesting, and he didn't go over the top with it. And and then, you know, they just never talk about him at all. His climax at the end is real quick and ends pretty much right when it begins, yeah. uh, which is why this person says, fix the final act, please, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, but they, it just felt rushed. It felt like they had a lot of good ideas and just either didn't want to spend the time to, to expand on them or just wanted more time for sight gags than they did story. But I feel like this is a movie that could really benefit from having a more developed story. Yeah. Uh, just even, even if either half an hour's worth more or rated R or both. <laughs> Listen, tickle me pink here. Both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think if they make a sequel, they will make it rated R. Logan, yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Those movies have proven that people want to see R-rated superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this is the perfect candidate for it. It's it's essentially Deadpool without a super a aware Deadpool. <laughs> uh, yeah, without a super aware character. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's more realistic. I use that word extremely lightly. Well, yeah. <laughs> as far as like the guy who feels alone, being depressed, and all that, and becoming an alcoholic, because um, he wants to avoid everything. But uh. There's one thing I I can't glance past in this movie. Okay. Do you like when he saved? Well, not only to, all right, maybe two things. Two things. Jason Bateman's the best. I love. Yes, him. yes. I I oh. have yet to see something that I dislike him in. Yeah. So when he saves Jason Bateman, mm-hmm. how many people do you think Hancock killed on that train? Well, it was a freight train. Um, which I thought oh. that too while I was watching it. I was like, my man just committed genocide yeah. on one train. <laughs> it, which is why they, there's a shot in it where they show all of the different freight cars yeah. piling up. But he definitely killed at least two people because yeah. I'm pretty sure all trains have to have two people in the the engine. I Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. It might only be one. Either way, he definitely killed at least one person. <laughs> is he the killer? They're for sure paralyzed as hell. Yes. <laughs> And uh, honestly, that was just a dumb thing because he had plenty of time to fly away. After. Like they all talked about like how he flipped the car. But the problem wasn't him flipping the car. The problem was that he stood there and let mm-hmm. the train run into him when he could have just flown away. Yeah. Like if he had just flown away, I don't think people would have complained. They yeah. like they that's, weren't complaining about the what nice happened thing the about the movie, too, is that like. That's that's his character is he'll just do things and not even think about it. And yeah, then next like it made you know, sense. it's going to cause all the consequences in the yeah, world. It, it made sense for his character. Yeah. But I don't think a I don't think it was shot well because I, th- I think it showed that he had plenty of time to fly away, especially yeah. with how fast he flies. And B, the argument was about what he did to Jason Bateman's car. Not so much the fact that he didn't take five seconds, which he clearly had to get out of the way. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing that I have to talk about with this movie is uh, Michelle, who, when I first watched this movie, is that little blonde haired kid. Yeah, the little blonde haired boy. My first ever, like, introduction to that kid was 
him playing a younger Michael Myers and him murdering his family. So it's yeah, really the, weird to transition from seeing that to watching Hancock. Yeah, in the uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Uh, but he actually looks like he's got a nice little career going for him. So good for him. Really? Uh, he was in that nice. The Accountant, that Ben Affleck movie. Yeah. Um, I don't remember him in that, but it says he was in that. <laughs> I mean, I could I um, could picture which part he was in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like seeing when kid actors, even if they're not as famous as they were. Still continuing. Yeah. Even the kid who played Aaron, who looked weird as a kid, doesn't look as weird now. Uh, there, was the, there was the kid that I was trying to find in the very beginning where he's like, Hancock. I was like, oh, that yeah, kid he's, looks familiar, but I cannot find him at all. He was in a sitcom called... Fuck! What was it called? It was it, it came around it came out around the time that Modern uh, Family started. Yeah. It was like it, it, a show in that big boom of the Modern Family boom. Um, it had the janitor in Scrubs. Oh uh, yeah, I know. What, I know uh, what you're talking about. I can't think of it as, the, as the dad. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. It doesn't find help. It. I don't really watch sitcoms that often. So yeah. Um. Did I make that up? Was it not the janitor? Oh, The Middle. He was in a show called The, the middle. middle. Uh this guy almost has my name. The the guy the dad's name in this is Mike Heck. That is Yeah, that's all. <laughs> two letters short from Parallel my name. Parallel universe. <laughs> yeah. But that 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 kid actor's name is Atticus Schaefer. Um he he was in Hancock, of course. Uh The Middle. He did a voice in Frank and Weenie. But yeah, he he's he's got a a, a good career going for him. Um, but yeah, it's, but yeah uh, I mean other than that the only other thing I have to talk about is like the Vince Gilligan didn't I mean this didn't feel like anything Vince Gilligan has ever what I think happened because I'm looking at Vi Vincent No uh, who is the first one and he really doesn't have anything he's got a few shorts a few TV series credits or one t- uh, TV series credit uh, two shorts and a TV movie to his name. Hancock was the last thing he did uh, as as a writer, at least. So what I think did is that Vi Vincent No wrote the script, and then they had Vince Gilligan clean it up. I could see that, but he probably did so much cleaning up that they just gave him a credit. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, like it, it doesn't really feel like a Vince Gilligan thing. Uh, I, it probably had more emotion than the original script did. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, it's you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. Although yeah. I'm not I don't even think he started there. I think that was just like a thing he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than that, that's uh that's all I got to talk about. Yeah, same here. So, does Hancock deserve to be a golden little shelf boy with his pants hiked up high? <laughs> and <laughs> A nice salute to the grand old flag of celluloid that is film. I don't know what I'm talking about. Does it deserve to go on the shelf? What? Just ignore me. I tried to try to do something different. It did not work. Just sitting there looking at a kid with his pants really high and saluting things. Well, I was going to say pants around his ankles, but I thought oh, that would be weird. That's even worse. Holy shit. Yeah, that's why I said pants, <laughs> pants hiked up high. Uh, but I was thinking more like making him a Boy Scout. But anyway, <laughs> do you believe that Hancock should be a shelf boy? Um, 
I think I've I've watched this movie like dozens of times. Not mm-hmm. I won't say dozens. I've definitely watched this at least like less than ten times in my life. But I don't. I wouldn't consider it like one that I'd be like, "Hey, you want to go see Hancock?" Yeah. Often. <laughs> like if it's on, <laughs> I'll probably watch it to be honest. But other than that, I don't think I'll. I'd care. Otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, it's not a bad movie. I definitely enjoyed it more this time than when I first watched it. Uh, you know, the the 12 years in between watching it definitely made me have easier eyes on it. It's an enjoyable movie, but it's not one that's really noteworthy. Yeah. Um, there are definitely other action movies and even s- superhero movies. That say, I even would Will Smith movies, period. Will Smith, like, yeah. There, there are better movies that I would suggest before this. Uh, so, no. Hancock is not a shelf boy. So with that being said, and Hancock not being a little boy with his shorts hiked up high and saluting the flag of celluloid, (laughs) that brings us to plugs. Uh, My plug for this week, because it's a Netflix roulette episode, so it's not really, who cares about order here? Uh, My plug for this week is, Glenn, do you know of the actor Rowan Atkinson? I do. Do you know what his most famous character is? I don't. You don't? Mm-mm. You don't know Mr. Bean? No. You don't know Mr. Bean? Everybody knows Mr. Bean, Mike. Okay. Come on. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> how do you know Rowan Atkinson but not Mr. Bean? Uh, Mr. Bean is probably one of the funniest characters, funniest sketch shows ever to ever be created. Uh, I'm saying that with full confidence that most people would agree. And I found on YouTube... Uh, uh, it's a channel called Mr. Bean and they have a best of Bean live stream where it is just 24 <laughs> 7 Mr. Bean episodes you don't have to sift through it you can just watch Mr. Bean episode after Mr. Bean episode and just keep it on a loop so that, that is going to be my amazing. plug yeah that is going to be my plug for this week best of Bean on uh, YouTube on the channel Mr. Bean. You could just type in uh, Mr. Bean live stream and it'll pop up. And right now they're showing a clip from uh, Mr. Bean's holiday where he asks someone to take a video of him on the train. And it's way more complicated than it needs to be. And it's, you know, hilarity ensues. So that's my plug for this week. All right. Uh, my plug is going to be more dedicated to Jerry Stiller. Uh, on YouTube, if you go to Jerry Stiller Tribute, And uh, what the hell does that mean? Uh, There's that blooper reel of that whole scene where uh, his Frank Costanza's son is obviously like in like I wouldn't say jail, but like getting ready to be arrested and everything. And like he's he's just like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell does that? It's it's one of the funniest like deliveries, and everybody in the cast just starts dying because it's so funny. Oh, yeah. I've now watched it at least like twenty thousand times <laughs> since uh since we me and uh, my cousin killed him. Apparently, yeah, you, you definitely killed him. So, Mister Bean live stream and the what the hell does that mean blooper reel? I guess is what you would call it. Yep. Yeah, those are both on YouTube. Those are our plugs for this week. That brings us to. Uh, next week's assignment, which is my choice this week, Glenn. Did you know that? I did know that. Because I also knew that, and that is why I have one picked out already. <laughs> uh, my friend and co-worker, Rachel, has suggested that I watch this movie. 
Uh, she keeps bugging me about it, so you know what? We're going to watch it. It is an Italian movie on Netflix, Netflix sponsor us, Please. called Happy as Lazaro. Marchese Tancredi de Luna, è il padrone dell'inviolata. Gli esseri umani sono come bestie, animali. Liberarli vuol dire renderli consci della propria condizione di schiavitù. Uh, it is written and directed by Alice Rohrwacher, which is not an Italian name, but you know what? It, it's, a, it's a name. Uh, and it's starring Adriano Tardiolo, Agnese <laughs> Graziani, <laughs> Alba Rohrocker, and Luca Shikovani. Uh, and it is about an unceasingly kind Italian peasant and his family are blatantly exploited by a tobacco baroness. Uh, she said that it is right up my alley. Uh, what she said is that she assumes that I like things that show that humanity is uh, flawed and cruel. And I said, have you been reading my diary? Um, <laughs> you didn't my no, I, I don't. That's I don't think that that's a, a rule, but it, I I do like things yeah. that kind of follow that. So so yeah, we're we're gonna either tell her she's right for recommending this, or tell her to never recommend anything ever again. Like and, most of your other coworkers, yeah, like most of my other coworkers. No, she she's got good taste. We we talk about movies all the time, so I'm, I'm optimistic about this one. Uh, especially with a 7.6 on IMDb. So our assignment for next week is Happy as Lazaro on Netflix. Netflix right. sponsor us. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, uh, hopefully the quality in my voice is better this week. As I mean, always, there was like two or three weeks for me, but... Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, you can look at our website, keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, keystone underscore film. Facebook, keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we talk about Happy as Lazaro. Guten Abend, everybody. Or morning. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I went to go say it in Italian, realized I don't speak Italian, so I stopped and went German. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao. There we go. Ciao. I'm just going to let you end it on that. <laughs> Ciao.